Kath, Kath Brain. Kath Brain. Oh, she's been on it. Yeah, maybe. Oh, so you asked her before me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I asked you and you're like, oh, I don't have much to say. Kath's got more to say. So she oh, said, no. Because yeah. when you asked Rachel, because you've been asking Rachel, I said, oh, I'm going to be on the podcast. She said, oh, yeah, he's asked me heaps. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> right, okay. Don't feel special. It's <laughs> <Yeah, right. laughs> like I finally made it. I made it in this church. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to the Chip Lunch Podcast. It is very exciting to be back here. On a, we record this on a Friday. A vampire. Is like, <laughs> it is very Welcome exciting. Welcome back to this studio in Romania. <laughs> <laughs> it's, we're here. And yeah. um, Braden, you're here too. Oh, <laughs> Thank you for letting me Welcome. know. Welcome. Very, very uh, interesting. Now I went, I'm finished. Finished exams for the year, so oh. I went, mm, party time. Yeah, exactly. Party, Don't talk until it's <laughs> Wow, just want to be a part what? of the gang. Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought I was in. No, I was in the, the, who's in now? I'm on the podcast. I thought I was in the gang. <laughs> still Apparently, talk, I'm not still yet. talking. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just sit over here. Well, we, we, I mean, like now that you're speaking, thanks, <laughs> thanks very much for having us on this podcast, Chris. <laughs> no, thank you. Thanks for letting us on here. I'm. Uh, very excited to be on here because no one's ever asked me to be on a podcast before. Yeah, is I there think, a reason? Yeah, I think everyone's a bit nervous about what I'm going to say. Be a bit controversial. Oh, a bit nervous. <laughs> I, um, no, because I really love wrestling. You know, yes. like not the real wrestling Olympics and stuff, but like w- the w- WWE. W- yeah, real wrestling. And um, one of the one of the real one of the sayings they use a lot is um, controversy creates cash. <laughs> so I'm thinking. Yeah. <laughs> You guys have finally asked me because the ratings are down. Or the <laughs> downloads are down, so yeah. let's bring on some controversy. Yeah. Yeah, and right. We need a uh, pipe, pipe bomb. Yeah, so here I am. So a pipe bomb? Pipe bomb. What does that mean? Oh, dude, the pipe bomb promo. Oh, up. CM, CM Punk, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's, oh, see, yeah. sorry. One of the best. I mean, I used to watch wrestling when I was in high school. Yeah. yeah. But <laughs> I still watch it and the girls watch it as well, so. Oh, your daughters, you mean? Yeah, yeah. i got th- four kids. <laughs> Hipper. Are you, including, so I got, are I you got, including your wife in that? No, no, I've got Callie. Yes. Callie, yeah. no, what is she, 11? Yeah. Pippa, nine. Bonnie, five. And then the Panthers is my baby. <laughs> There's like a baby panther next to you. <laughs> He's like stroking it. Like, yes, get him. Get Vince McMahon. Rachel, Rachel knew that when she was marrying me. She was yeah. marrying me and 17 other men. <laughs> 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 well, you did have your reception at Panthers. So. We did, we did. 13 years ago. We're still together for some reason. So, actually, it's really funny. Um, I was th- uh, Yeah, I realised the other day that Rachel wakes up grumpy every morning. <laughs> whereas I tend to let the, se- the other dwarfs sleep in. This is not and a podcast for you. <laughs> He's throwing out your stupid jokes. <laughs> hey, just, well, I'm sure we'll get to it one day, but like in, in this, but I'm probably one of the only ones that has done a Solis talk and started with a dirty joke. He <laughs> <laughs> got away with it. Let's hold, let's hold on to that because it's part of the history. So I reckon we. I wonder if I could say it later or it's going to get beeped out. <laughs> yeah, we just oh, beeped You the just whole say thing it out. and yeah. Dave, Dave's up. It made sense. It's it, up it, to seriously, it, was made, it made heaps of sense. Yeah. It was a good analogy. Hmm. Just didn't go down well. <laughs> as, as, as it really does <laughs> at church. Well, Chris, oh. it is good to have you on this podcast. It is the Chiplant podcast, not your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Might start my own one despite, soon. Despite yeah. your best efforts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but chip dinner podcast. Chip dinner. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I am an adult. I am you a gonna, father, so I can do dad jokes as well. Yes, but are you going to be uh, drinking soft drink on that one? Because you're saying you're <laughs> going to be super healthy. That's a prior conversation. Hopefully that one gets edited out. Drinking water Not today, anymore, everyone. Now that you said that. <laughs> drinking water today, guys. Usually, oh, I'm very nervous. That's why I keep tr- sipping it and there's none left. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, I'm ready. I've done my nervous poop, so I'm ready. <laughs> Hit me with whatever you want. <laughs> so good. Ready to go. Right, well, the first question that we ask everyone, every single time someone comes on the podcast, how do you like to eat your hot chips? Um, I can answer this by answering something else, and I'll do this a lot today. <laughs> I'm not very good. <laughs> It's become one of our Saturday lunchtime staples is we get a spit roast and we got a hot chicken mm. and I like to make a hot chicken roll at yeah. home with fresh roll, mayonnaise, and I love the stuffing. Okay. And then we also have the hot chips with it, 
smothered in gravy. Ooh. So yeah, I guess the answer is smothered in gravy, but I wanted to add the chicken part because that's just adds to it as well. So just so you understand it, so it's a, a roll with hot, hot chicken on it. Yeah, hot chicken. Chips on top. No, no, no. Ch- chips to the side. Oh, okay. okay. Sorry. Sorry. I've got to get used to this. Sorry, okay. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so it's a hot chicken. It's a hot, oh, it's a chicken roll yeah. with lots of mayonnaise, egg mayo. Yeah. Uh, stuffing chicken yep. on a roll and then the chips are to the side covered in gravy. gravy. So I like it with gravy. I'm not a big chips guy, but... Uh, you yeah. mean the size of the chip? Oh, no. It's just no, no, a hot chips guy. Like, I like mm. them, mm. but yeah. I don't go out of my way. But when you're talking about... When you say chips, oh, country kettle chili chips. Oh. I'm potato chips. Yeah. Hot chips. And uh, no, I'm a chips guy. I'm a chip connoisseur. Crisps. To go with milk and... Milk? Uh, oh, mate, I love milk. <laughs> you know, like you got those wine people that, that yeah. just like can taste yes. it and I know what this mm, is and vintage. which region and stuff. I can yeah. tell you about milk. I can tell you which milk Ooh. is where it's thing, what cow it's from. No, I can't. Okay, but so if we give you I some milk, really you can tell us milk. whether yeah. the cow is brown or black. Yeah. Oh, I'm upset. I don't, I don't see colour. Saucer. Oh, okay. Of course not. <laughs> Get us a I can tell by that hat. <laughs> <laughs> and the fluoro shorts. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the chip, like we're saying, they're the chip line shorts because they're like blue and blue and pink. Yep, that's I, fast. I didn't do it on purpose, out. but we'll maybe go I was with just it. guided by someone. God. It's empty. Stop <laughs> 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 drinking. <laughs> You're doing fine, Chris. <laughs> Dave, can you put a count on the amount of times Chris <laughs> takes a sip of an empty cup? <laughs> <laughs> Ding! <laughs> This is great. <laughs> I enjoy myself so much. Um, where do you, did you say you, where you got those chicken rolls from? And the uh, spit roast at Sutherland. Oh, spit oh, roast. Yeah, you said that. Sorry. Next to Coles. So you can easily go and get your bread rolls. Yeah. $2.50 a pack of six. Hamburger rolls. Is this an ad for Coles? Dropped and locked? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and uh, yeah, get some milk as well. There you go. Saturday lunch. What Come around. Anyone's welcome. It's like a great Saturday. Saturday. <laughs> I'm sure you're watching footy, well, are you? Yeah. Um, well, normally yes, mm. <clears throat> but now it's off season. Now hockey time, ice hockey. Yes. So Hence that's that's my summer fling. So the Philadelphia Flyers. Philadelphia Flyers up here, bright orange, black and white. <laughs> They've played. I'm pretty keen. Just looking at the watch. Just want to go home and watch today's game. Haven't seen it yet. Oh, so thanks, thanks for choosing <laughs> this over the Flyers. Well, I got my water. <laughs> got my free water. So you can and also and, and you're spitting too. I mean, I suppose the other thing, like will be playing out for a lot of this podcast is your love of rugby league. <laughs> yes. Since you're wearing the back-to-back Panthers <laughs> shirt. Right. Um, so we could we can get into that too. But I suppose the first question that we like, the se- well, sorry, the second question. Mm. Second question that we ask everyone is, how did you become a Christian? How did I become a Christian? Um, <clears throat> I grew up in a church. I went to another, that Miranda, Anglican church. I grew up going to Sunday school with the family. Um, but... I wouldn't say I was Christian. I just went there because that's the family did. Um, and it wasn't too long before uh, football took over, footy. I was playing for the Mighty Gaimia Gorillas. And we started playing on Sunday. So I easily chose footy over church. So, yeah, that was uh, uh, late primary school. So we're looking early 90s. Anyone keeping count? Um, <clears throat> it wasn't till about year seven that when I was in high school and everyone was going to your Anglican youth group and so I started going there actually <coughs> I started you cut me water there's a couple of sips left <laughs> a couple of sips so you're gonna um, have more. yeah I started going there but uh, because I started I liked a girl who ended up marrying one of my good mates anyway but that's another story <laughs> but I th- th- what I can remember is one talk in particular and it was from Stu and you're going to hear today, Stu's going to pay a big part in my life throughout my Christian walk. Mm. Um, I was reading in Corinthians. I, Corinthians is my book. I'll even talk about that later. I love Corinthians. Um, that they talk about who they follow. Yeah. And, and I'm a disciple. Is it disciple? I'm a follower yeah. of Stu. I, I, um, oh, when they're looking like Paul and Apollos. And yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I'm a follower of Stu um, just because... He is sort of, he's always, it's never, all, it's never about him. It's always about pointing to Jesus. And the day he stops doing that, I'll drop him like a Nathan Cleary bomb. <laughs> <laughs> I just had to put that one in as well. Another Penrith uh, thing. No, but like it, he, he, it's important that, so, so since year eight, which was 1994, um, I've been 
not as again, again, I'm not following Stu, but I sort of follow him in the way that I, I follow his teaching when he points towards Jesus. I like his style of ministry and it's something I can that I agree with and I, mm. I can do. So back in year eight, there was a talk and I remember Stu saying it was about dogs um, and if they can see colour. Yeah. Because dogs can't, apparently dogs can't see colour. They can see black and white. But that doesn't mean colour doesn't exist. And for some reason, that was just that little light bulb moment that sort of changed and went, oh, actually, maybe, yeah, maybe God is real. Like, just because we can't see it, just because we can only see black and white, doesn't mean that colour, which is God, is out there. So it's that, that's sort of the light bulb moment. That's the one that stuck with me. And then, yeah, I continued on from there. And just growing and growing. So, yeah. um, but also... I touched on it before about Corinth. Um, that's, a, that's a big part of my life is in early 2000s, it was just a couple of days after September 11, I went overseas and travelled mm. with a mate. And one of the stops in Europe was we went to Greece and we went to Corinth. And Corinth was the first um, city or town. It's not much of a place there now, but it was the first place I, it was just physical. It was mm. the Bible, but in physical. Like, mm. I'm like, I'm standing where Paul's thing. This is where this happened. This mm. is where this happened. And so when I say, <clears throat> I always go back to Con- the book of Corinthians, it's because that was the moment that it became real to me in a physical sense. So, yeah, so Corinthians, probably not most uplifting, <laughs> greater, <laughs> like in that sort of like, oh, I feel so reassured after reading Cor- Corinthians, but it does to me. So it always brings back those memories. So when I'm going down, when I'm having a downtime or I'm in trouble or, I don't know, just not doubting or something like that, I just go back and read Corinthians and it sort of just gives me that peace, that reassurance. And it gives me back those times. What were we questioning again? Oh, oh how to become a Christian. Christian. Yeah. <laughs> I think when, that. like, you became a Christian, so that was in year eight? Year eight. Uh, what, what do you think was different? What do you think changed for you? Like, was it noticeable? Um, yeah, I guess, oh, I guess so, because, um, I wasn't the most obedient ch- or the <laughs> well-behaved child. Um, uh, the fact that I was, they were trying to expel me from primary school. Sort of <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't a bad kid. I just kept getting suspended all the time. I just did dumb things. Yeah. Um, they call it, they now call it ADHD, um, which I don't think I've grown out of. Um, but yeah, I sort of struggled in school. It was just because you didn't enjoy like the, yeah. the, the version of school that it was? I don't know. I was just, I just, as I said, I did dumb things. Like uh, one of the teachers went to sit down. So I pulled the chair out behind her and she <laughs> <laughs> fell on her butt, which is hilarious. But the school didn't think that was funny. Yeah. <laughs> the kids loved it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, those sort of things just, and then I look back and I'm like, that was dumb. And then I remember even in high school, the way it was, was, you're in your class. If you get in trouble, you're on the special desk. If, you're, if you get in trouble on the special desk, you get sent to what they call the green room or the isolation room. And that was when I started going to, to youth group. So I actually started reading the Bible <laughs> in there. So you had your own, you're just in a room with a teacher and you had your own lunchtime and stuff like that. So I went there a few times, read the Bible a few times. So yeah, yeah, I did change quite a lot. And just Were you convicted around that behaviour to a degree? <clears throat> the behaviour was kind of it was the behaviour was kind of out of body things like I okay it was sort of I did, did dumb things when I wasn't thinking and then I I realised afterwards I was in when I was getting in trouble I did a dumb thing so again I forgot what your question was but anyway so no, I'm um, just saying like if you became a Christian and that yeah, like behaviour was part of your life did that it's, change uh, absolutely because even when I go you see old friends and you go to high school reunions or stuff like that and they go wow look you're so different so mm-hmm. yes it, yes it has um, but I get yeah yes I have <laughs> it's been a lot a big change in me <laughs> so did anyone pick up on you reading your bible in the isolation room and they're like you're even supposed to do schoolwork, but I didn't, even, I didn't even do that. Yeah. I never did schoolwork, and that's why I've got the job I do, <laughs> which I um, I'm a glorified babysitter for men. That's not true. That's yeah. oh, it's yeah. great. I work. With, I'm a support worker with disabilities. So, yeah. but before but yeah. we get there, before yeah, we'll we get, get there, there. There's, there's a lot of history before then. Sorry, there is. So around year eight, you become Christian. 
Yeah. You started going to youth group as well. Yes. What is it like from that point until the end of high school for you? And what that is was it, that was, was definitely like? a change um, mm. because yeah, I I guess um, high school. I was kind of lucky because I played footy, mm. so socially I was accepted. Um, everyone oh, sort of sporty. Yeah, because I was I was good at footy. That was that helped as well, but it didn't help with the women at all. <laughs> the girls. <laughs> <laughs> I always say, I know if you ever watch those college movies, mm. and um, you got like the quarterback and the girls were all swooning over and the footy team and they all love him. And I'm that big fat like like <laughs> linebacker that was everyone's mate, but no one really wanted to date. I was that guy. <laughs> so, um, we but so by the end, I sort of morphed into just being friends with I never really oh I did have a group of friends but I sort of was friends with a lot of different groups I was just a social butterfly-ish in that way um let's try to think did what you I, find yeah. school hard uh yes and no I my brain works very, I was at, I was exceptional at maths mm. so for me my brain works is it's you like still are. it's just a, a to a degree it's life life to me is just a puzzle I like to um, yeah, so maths was just like it's right or wrong. English, horrendous. Mm. I'm so bad at it. I'm not interested in it. I can't see things. I'm really oblivious to things that are right in front of me. So I, when I read books, I, they go on. I'm like, oh, this theme. And did you see this? I'm like, no, I just saw this straight line of <laughs> this is the story went this way. And then I was like, oh, but, the, but it went like this and that. And, and there's all these under you know underlying issues. I'm like, no, nah, I just I don't see those kind of things. So, and and it, I'll even go back to this is my faith. That's how I see it. I I see. I that's why I'm so inspired by Corinth because it's I'm a history guy. I, mm. I like to see things that make sense, whereas I'm not a deep thinker. I'm not gonna, you know, I. I I don't really spend a lot of time thinking, did God choose me or did, did I choose God? Those sorts of things. Like I do think about them and I do. But I'm more of a, I love, you know, I'm inspired by, when I listen to podcasts or read books, like people like John Dixon who just loves history and, and that sort of stuff. So that's, that's how I live my faith in that way um, as opposed to being a deep thinker and I don't, I don't like philosophy or it's too hard for me. So, but yeah, I'm at that. Oh, again, I forgot the question. <laughs> oh, you don't, don't need to. It's just more of a leading question. Do you want to have a question for yeah. Chris, Braden? No. <laughs> Can I fill my drink up? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, good. Me and Braden will talk while you, while you fill up your drink. Um, oh, yes. what, how do you think the podcast is going so far, Braden? <laughs> mid, what are you doing, like a mid-season review? Yeah. Mid-podcast mid <laughs> mid, mid, review? Mid-pod review. What do you think? Oh, I'm loving it. So We've far. only really just started We've getting into We've only just scratched the surface. We've only just scratched the surface of what, you know, something that has a hard patina, <laughs> patina. on the outside. We need to crack it. So um, how do you think we do that? What is this is a game plan. Yeah. I think we go four four two. Four four two. Yeah, diamond in the middle though. Oh I like a diamond formation. I like, I like a diamond formation, but yeah. we need to make sure our fullbacks push up because of the width. Yeah, yeah. We need some width on the side. But we should have made a rugby league tactic. What's a rugby league? I'll just put up a bomb. Yeah. I just don't know. smash it. Not Nathan clear is you'll drop it. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Matt Burton, bro. Anyway, um I'm trying to think of where we were up to. Do you remember like so you've obviously, you'd gone to Sunday school, you'd had that experience with church and now youth, what was different? Like what was really, what did you really enjoy about going to youth group? Or maybe you didn't Firstly, it it's easy to answer that one because I wanted to go to youth group. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, I didn't, didn't dislike Sunday school, it was fine. I, just, I did get a base sort yeah. of knowledge and get an idea and I've had to live it out. But it just... I just wanted to play footy. I just better, wanted better to do other, I was a bit naughty as well. And yeah. always Why did you love footy? Because there was like that puzzle aspect to it or like a math, like the, I reckon the physicality for Physicality you was for good. sure. Yeah. Because uh, that's, that's how I played footy because I was such mm. a big kid. And straight lines. Yeah, exactly. I'd run, I'd just pick up the ball and run over everyone mm. and score. But it wasn't until mm. later on when everyone else grew up that I found it really difficult because I never built up those fundamental skills of passing, kicking and... Yeah, all those sort of things. I tried to run over the top, and I just get hammered. So you were kind of like a forward to begin with, but then as everyone got bigger yes. than you, you didn't have. Yes, yeah, so I started out. in the second row, and then 
to the centres and then to the I played fullback my last season. I remember I, get, I got knocked out three times in a row. <laughs> Sorry, not three times, three times that year. And oh. so I was sort of like, oh, jeez, <laughs> maybe not for me. It was actually has, wrong. How's the CTE discussion? <laughs> well, I did. Well, yeah. Maybe we could talk about it because yeah. it, I am struggling. Yeah, okay. Um, I won't get too deep for it. Um, because I played my grand final and we're on Rev Camp back in year oh, nine yeah. or something. I was down at Jerringong. So I came back up to play my grand final and then came back down and we're sitting in a group that night and all of a sudden I just collapsed out in the blue. Because I did get concussed that day and you, we had no idea about that sort of stuff. And yeah, it was the thing. I just fell over. And then I get up. I remember Kath Breen was there and she's asking me questions. I'm like, I've got no idea where I am, what I'm doing or anything like that. So that's another story. That was on Rev Camp. Fee, the one time she went to bed early and left us up. <laughs> and that happened. <laughs> so I remember if I was on that camp. No, you yeah. weren't because this is when I was in. I was, yeah. Yeah, so okay. we're looking. This is 97. Oh, yeah. So, yes. A little yeah. bit older than you. Yeah, okay. Um, the Rev, Rev Camp, if anyone's listening, is that when I was a guy in Anglican, we had Rev 21, which was year 9 and 10 youth group. 10, and yes. then we went on a camp yeah. as well once a year. Yeah. That, yeah, it was a youth camp. Right, so... If you're playing, so you're playing footy, did you finish high school? No. Okay. I just, it was, wasn't for me. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I did year 10, I started year 11 and I was just sort of like, what am I doing here? Um, I ended up getting an opportunity to work at, well, I was working at Macca's part-time and I ended up trying to go into management. Mm. Um, it sort of all worked out well in the end. So sort of, yeah, school wasn't for me. So I started working at McDonald's. Um, end up was at Miranda Express, which is no longer there, mm. which is, and then I got. Well, trans- I think the funny thing is that you, we worked out that you, you were working for my dad. I never actually worked for your dad, yeah. but he opened the Express. Yeah, but, but yeah. He, when I got there, he wasn't there. Yeah, he'd probably he was only at Miranda at the other one down the food court, which is still there, because um, they were separate. Yeah, they one, were. after mm. whatever. I don't know what happened. I wasn't around then. Um, then I went to Waterloo of all places. I got. Transferred over there. So, McDonald's? Yeah, McDonald's at Waterloo. Uh, that's when I was living at the pad. Oh, I'm sure we'll get to that soon. I would love to get to that. <laughs> Plenty of stories from that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, working there. And then that's when I sort of got a job working at a gym in the city as a laundry attendant, of all things. Just got it through a friend. And um, that opened up doors to get into personal training. So I got into personal training through that. Worked at a wonderful gym in the city um, with some... B and C grade celebrities will call them. <laughs> it was just a, it was a gym owned by Channel Nine and oh, and yeah. it's as ACP, which is a magazine mm. company. There's like two magazine companies, just like Women's Day, TV Week, Rugby League Week. Hey. <laughs> I used to get it free every week. They bring it down for me. <laughs> That's why I stayed there. Yeah. <laughs> um, but when the the owner died, they sold off the business. So I start up. I started a franchise outdoor business and did that for a couple of years it turned into a sales job that wasn't me so yeah i got into oh i got that's when i got married i sold the business i needed a job i got into the industry i'm in now to just buy some time to want to get into paramedics but 13 years later i'm still working here and <laughs> never applied for paramedics so i love what i do i really yeah. do so it's fun it's hard but it's mm. fun thanks so, for that um CV. <laughs> yeah, so I'm just looking for a new job now. <laughs> I was checking your LinkedIn profile. I think you hit everything on there. What else have I done? In but that? so, but like, if you finish, you finish school. What about church though? At that time, because like, I mean, from what I know of you, you got more and more involved. Yeah, no, got I got older. I got pretty involved fairly early on. So when I when I get into something, I get into something. You're, I yeah, I don't half. Mm-hmm. Trying to think of a word that doesn't swear. <laughs> half buttocked. <laughs> don't half buttocks anything. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, what, I'm trying to think. See, this is a long time ago. Uh, so you sort of went the. You sort of get to year ten. So you finish year ten, then you go to year eleven, which was the Solis. Yeah, was the, mm. me the Solis, the adults years group. Yeah, eleven and twelve and up. up mm. So you get to what? Stu is the oldest. So 70, 80. <laughs> <laughs> I used to always pay him out, but. 
wasn't that old. <laughs> I, I remember. I remember going to his thirtieth birthday. <laughs> I'm like, oh my goodness, I can't believe I'm hanging out with some guy this old. <laughs> yeah, I'm 41 now, so yeah. <laughs> I was 18 back then. Mm. Um, yeah, so I was definitely, and then I came back and started leading. Year seven, uh, year seven till year ten. Mm. Then did I go back? I must have gone back to year seven. Did I do it? I must have. I'm not sure if I did it again or did I lead leaders. I don't know, but I was leading. Whatever the case was, I'd I'd be, I was leading their mm. youth group. So until I didn't, which was a lot later. Now there's obviously within that leadership, the birds are going to be crazy. Yeah. There's obviously like in this leadership story, there's like a very momentous moment when you met me. Because you were my leader. <laughs> yes. I remember meeting Heather. <laughs> <laughs> That's a no, different person. That is a different I was just trying to think of someone that wasn't you. <laughs> and I couldn't say Grease because people wouldn't believe me he's that young. <laughs> so I didn't want to age myself. <laughs> um, so you yeah, can- no, because you... I only started I'm just trying to think nine. because, yeah, we, I remember going to chip lunch at Guy High. Yes. And yeah, and then you guys still pay me about, uh, pay me out about, I may have done a little mishap. <laughs> I can't remember what it was. I got two books mixed up. Yeah, I can, I can definitely remember. Philosophers. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, well, guys, because like, you were like, you were such a joker around and then you like tried to be serious and you go, yeah, well, guys, we're going to read from Philosians today. <laughs> It's so mixing up Colossians and Thessalonians. That's it. Thessalonians. <laughs> I couldn't think there for a moment. But I think you were a big reason why we kept coming to youth group was because you kept turning up and seeing us at Scripture yeah. on Tuesday, Tuesday Arvos. Because at Guy Mere High, you could, mm. there was an optional Tuesday afternoon Scripture lesson that everyone was like, no, we're not doing that. Yeah, then, I can't remember when you guys were in. Like it, because there's a, there's a, I was over there for a while because there was another gr- group, I guess you can call them, mm. before like another... It would have been like 2000. Yeah, because I remember when I was in school, I used to skip sport <laughs> on a Tuesday afternoon to come to Kaimi High. Did you? Yeah, when I was in like year 12 or year 11. Oh. Yeah, I used to be a bit naughty. That <laughs> would have been... Of all things, skipping sport. <laughs> like, James. Yeah, I know. Right. Well, year nine for us would have been 2001. So that yeah, might have been... I was way... So I'd have finished. Yeah, the second... Because if I stayed in school, it would have been 99, class of 99. Yeah, okay. So, but I was going around about that time. So, so what? But like, what uh, like attracted you to being to doing leadership? What were you keen on? Well, I guess I'm just sharing the passion of what I had, yeah. and that was Jesus and the and the the promises that He gives us. That the reason why we're still here all today, nothing's changed about that. I'm still passionate about telling people about Jesus as much as I can. May not be the best at doing it, but I give it a crack. Mm. Um, and then sometimes just my life. Um, it shows that. But, yeah, I guess that's why I kept doing it. It's as simple as that. That was all. I guess that's what you do. Um, I wasn't looking for any, you know, it wasn't a job. It wasn't a, wasn't doing it for some credit or anything. I just, that's what you do. Did the, like, the experience you see you had with the lead, the people that had led you, like, just... Absolutely, you absolutely. Thing? I am, um, yeah. So, yeah, I just trying to... To not mimic, but I guess so. There's of people before me, like like Fee, Tim Baldwin. Um, there's heaps of other people. Stewie. Um, they've been did that for us. I want to do it for them, like for you guys, the next generation, because it's important. Um, and I enjoyed doing it. So wasn't very good at it, but I enjoyed doing it. So, yeah. Was there like and a number of people that we've had on this pod? They've said that. There were, it's like they were almost searching for belonging. Is that what you felt in becoming a Christian and being part of a, a community shaped by Jesus? Was that something really that had an impact on you? So I have to say that one again. Well, like a lot of people have said that they were looking for belonging. So, so bef- why I joined. Before becoming a Christian. Before, um, and I'm wondering if it was that the case for you. No, I don't think that was a huge... Like it was, but I wouldn't say that was huge because yeah. I was very comfortable in me and I still am. Like I've been a, I am who I am and I love, I'm my own biggest fan. When it comes to comedy, <laughs> my goodness, I laugh so hard. <laughs> no one else does, but I find it hilarious. Um, so I've always been comfortable. As I said, like I even 
I didn't. I was. I already had. I was a footy player. I was. I wasn't say popular, but I was. I had. A, I had a group around me. I was. I had a social group. So, this was just better. This just made sense. Why was it better than what you had at school? Because those people didn't offer me anything in eternity or anything like that. So it was a way of life. It was a way of life, uh, prioritising a way of life. Like, I guess that's what it was that kept me there and changed me. So, and as you grow and get to know Jesus, get to know the people, um, what it is to live for God, the other, the other people weren't that important. Like, it wasn't, I wasn't searching the, for that. And you're not getting the same thing out of that yeah. group as you were, yeah. So... I, I don't, yeah, I want, to, to answer your question, no, I wasn't, I was looking for belonging because I had belonging. It just, my priorities changed. Mm. So. That's interesting. That's, yeah. Yeah, right. What's an example of the priorities changing? Like, do you have a clear example, like made a decision that you would usually make before you were a Christian or at least, you know, around the time you became Christian to then going, oh, I don't do that anymore. I know this seems trivial. <laughs> no. But the fact that I started taping, Panthers games and going uh, to, yeah, okay. to Solis or Rev and then watching them afterwards. Like when they played on a Saturday night? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. That was when Foxtel and Optus Vision <laughs> first came out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or if they were on Channel 9 or something, he used to tape it. And I used to have to hang around because you, you were on the VCR, so you couldn't – you have to wait till it finished recording, yeah. then you have to rewind it. So yeah. that's what's kept me late. I know that sounds trivial, but those kind of things um, – you were willing to give up something. Give, yeah, so willing up to, to give up something. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, and I think that's that's super important because some people with church never get to that point. Mm-hmm. They never get to the point where they're willing to give anything up. It's just like, oh, if, it's, if I don't have anything on, then I might go to church this week. And and I want to give you a, bit a pretty of, big yeah. step. Like, yeah. I want to give you a bit of an example. I know this is going to sound like I'm trying to tell a joke. But I'm, I'm actually in a bit serious. Like when Rachel comes to me and she, she said, oh, um, is, it, is it me or the Panthers? And I know the answer is Rachel. I'm always going to pick Rachel. But it's a tough decision and it's nothing to do with Rachel. I'm, I'm not telling a joke here, but it, it just goes to show how passionate I am about the Panthers. Like it's not an easy decision. Like it is, but it's not in a way. Like it's, it's there was a like... I sh- you know, it should be easy. It would be like, oh, Rachel, easy. But it was like, a, oh, Rachel, <laughs> <laughs> in that way. So yeah, it, I love it. it. I don't know. It's like a drug. <laughs> what is it about the Panthers? Though? Oh. Like, well, so why did you, why, I, why I, did I, you pick first, the Panthers? Yeah, first, yeah, I, was gonna, I can tell you that. Firstly, why, okay, as why a, did you pick the Panthers? As a, as a kid, I loved footy. As a, you probably sort of picked that up so far. <laughs> <laughs> I just loved it. Um, I didn't really have a team. I didn't like the Sharks because they were a local team. Yeah, they're just. It was just got everyone else that I liked them. I just, I just didn't, didn't really care too much for them. But I, Dad took me to a Panthers game, Panthers versus the Sharks at Shark Park, and all it was was one of the players, Brad Izzard. I put my hand up, I was hey, and he came over and gave me a high five. Oh, wow. right. And as a young kid, it was 1989, Shark Park. I can't tell you which round. I should because I got um, a photographic memory <laughs> when it comes to footy. Um, Ask me anything, I can tell you. Um, but anyway, yeah, and it was just that. And I'm like, wow, he, he made that effort. Like, what, yeah. he's my hero now. And then, yeah, and I told you, I, I, if I'm into something, I'm 100% into it or I'm not. Yeah. So, yeah, that's how I became it. And then it just evolved from there. And it wasn't too long after they won the grand final. After that, some terrible times. And what year did yeah. they win? 90, 91. 91, okay. So this was 1989. They made the semis or something. 1990, they made the grand final loss. 91, they won. And I'm just like, Ooh. you know, as a, I don't know how old I was. 91, year four. So nine yeah, or year ten. F- yeah, something like that. I got little photos of me in my Panthers shirts and stuff. But yeah, I just got into it. At one stage, I, I had every Panthers game from 1996 till about 2010 on v- VCR. <laughs> or VHS, sorry. <laughs> And I, used to, oh, I still watch it. Like I don't yeah. watch VHSs now, but I remember. I mean, I I'm, yeah. You know, we we spent a lot of time together. Yeah. I still yeah. watch it, and I remember the shelves and shelves of VCR yeah. VHS tapes. Of it's only recently VHS. I threw them out. Yeah, just because they were old, they didn't work, and but you can also access them differently. Yeah, too. yeah. <laughs> it's a yeah. bit easier. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, that's my passion for that. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to, there's no segue into analogy. I'm trying to, there's one of the things I really wanted to talk about was, um, is, is my addictive nature in yeah. how I am, am 100% in, 100% off. So at, like next week, I'm going to start another training, 16-week training program because I love triathlons. Yeah. And I get so obsessed. I've got my training plan every day. I need to know exactly what I do and I do it to a T. I'm so mm. disciplined, so disciplined. As soon as that, finish, that race is finished, I go, I do nothing. I'm yeah. so bad. I'm just lazy. I'm, I'm not disciplined. And that's one of the things I struggle with with my faith as well mm. is that uh, in my addictive nature of triathlon programs, suddenly next week you watch how super Christian I am because <laughs> <laughs> I'm suddenly disciplined and I'm into a routine. I'm yeah. into this. I'm reading my Bible. I'm in my prayers. So one of my big goals in life, I'm sure everybody else has the same thing, is consistency. Yeah. I'd love a consistent relationship with God. I know his is consistent, mm. but mine's not. Mm. So it's, I know it's everyone's struggle, but yeah, I'm, as I said, I'm very disciplined or I'm very not disciplined. Yeah. So when I'm training, if I look fit, I'm Christian fit. When I look slobby and fat, <laughs> I'm Christian fat. <laughs> P-H-A-T. <laughs> what does that mean? I was like pretty... Oh, wait, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I said that to Ray. I said, man, you're fat. Because <laughs> I'm trying to be dope and like from the streets. Because I am 40 now. So I'm yeah. trying to... Be, but it's uh, pretty hot and... Sounds like you're from the 90s streets. Yeah, though. pretty hot and something... Something with a T. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know if that, that's what it stood for. Did you know? No, I didn't know yeah. that. Oh, I only learned it recently. Oh. So I used it. and Not everything goes down well as you think it does. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ever call your wife fat. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> you mentioned that you went to the, um, the gym. You work in the gym. But how is that like... You haven't gone in there heaps early. Like if you're working in a gym, are you working for like the early hours and have to get all the way from the Shire into the city as well, right? Yeah, actually, um, I love, I'm a morning person, which didn't go well when I married Rachel because she's a night person. Mm. Uh, it was great for when we had kids and babies. So when you're going to get, get up, I was always good in the morning. She was good at night. But um, yeah, mornings didn't bother me. I used to, So one of the big things I achieved in life, I was very proud of it. I did bike for Bibles yes, a couple of times, yeah. but I did, we rode from Perth to Sydney over 30 oh odd days um, and that was raising money for the or bike for bibles is it the bible society um and it was raising money for a literacy program in africa i don't know exactly where it was but it was literacy program so it was killing two birds with one stone it was giving them life skills of literacy and to, to help them um grow up grow and whatever just get jobs um, but also teach them about the bible as well so so that was great. So I was, I don't know how old I was. It was 2006-ish, five or six or something like that. Um, so yeah, th 34 days, 4,400 kilometres on the bike. So I used to tra train by riding my bike to work in the city, which is about 30 k's. I'd do two spin classes in a row. <laughs> then I'd ride my bike home. <sighs> then I'd catch a train back into work and then do my shift and then catch a train back. But back in the day... Because we didn't have like YouTube or stuff. I used to have a little portable DVD player. So it was perfect 40-minute train trip, watch an episode of CSI. <laughs> <laughs> Loved it. Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, so yeah, I can't remember what the question was. But oh, I, I, was hope, you, hey. I cannot remember so what you asked me. You need to write a list in front of me. So no, I black out when he starts talking to <laughs> you. I just black out good. as soon as John. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm just checking. So you would... You're working at the gym. Yes. So you ride into the gym. Yes. At what time? Uh, I'd leave at about, I'd have to get there by five. So probably about four. Okay. I'd get up at quarter to four. So you'd ride into the gym. Yep. Do two spin classes. Yep. Two 45 minute spin classes. So what and, time and, in? And so like when, I was, talk, when I was talking six, about celebrities, yeah. my, my spin instructor was Michelle Bridges from The Biggest Loser. Oh, really? This is before she was famous. Mm. So that's how she got famous. She had connections there. Anyway, so yeah, and then I'd ride home again. Then you ride home? Yeah. So you're home by about 
something like that. Uh, oh, I, don't, I couldn't tell you. Yeah, but then you get back on the train. Yeah, and about, then do a but shift around about lunchtime. I didn't do yeah. a later shift at the gym. Yeah, yeah. So I'd leave home about eleven. Wow. So yeah, that was so my that's life. the discipline thing that you're talking yes. about, right? Yeah. So it doesn't bother me now. Like when I was training, I'm doing triathlons. Like I start work at six a.m. on a Friday, so I'll get up at four thirty, do train. my do my hour run. And go to work, have my shower and breakfast, and then start work. Yeah, right. So, yeah, it's got to be done. Like, if it's there, I've got to do it. Mm. So, challenge me and I'll do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's how I even got started into that whole, you know, I'd finished playing footy because it just wasn't my thing. I, mm. I didn't, I'm not a very good team player. And I mean that because I put so much pressure on myself that I hate letting people down. Mm. So then I realized you can do individual sports and, you don't have to let a whole team down. You just let yourself <laughs> down. <laughs> so I got into, it all started, oh, it was after the bike ride. I think I did the bike ride. And then I thought, oh, maybe I'll do a marathon because someone said you couldn't do a marathon. So I said, I'll do it. They said, yeah. So I just challenged myself and did a marathon. And then I'm like, oh, I actually really like running and I really like bike riding. All I got to do is figure out this swim thing. And, and then, yeah. <laughs> and so then all I thought about was I want to do an Ironman. And so it probably took, which is a, for any, if you don't know what an Ironman triathlon is, it's, it's, a, it's a 4K swim, 180K bike ride, and then you finish with a marathon. Just to, <laughs> so, so that became my obsession. But that took years to, to get to. So yeah, but you I've, did it, right? Yeah, I did it in 2015. In like Cairns? In Cairns, yeah. yeah. So I only had two kids at that stage. It was a lot easier to find time to train. Mm. Um, yeah, finished that in 12 hours and then passed out at the end and got to the felt terrible and then i got to go into the medic tent oh. <laughs> they want to drip at me oh my goodness it's so good <laughs> oh yeah if you ever need a drip man <laughs> isn't that what people like when they have like a big night out or something yeah, they, like go they to get Vegas on, and get, yeah. get on a drip yeah because oh, it rehydrates you yes it's yeah. the best thing ever so and then i did another one in um a couple of years later over in new zealand over in wanaka and uh, it was amazing because me and Rachel were like, yes, we can go away. We're going to, like, just us two, we left the kids, two kids at mum and dad's. We'd, um, we'd planned, we're going to go bungee jumping, we're going to go jet boat riding, um, we'll do it. We got, we're wine tasting, we're in your vineyard thing. And she got pregnant. So <laughs> none of that happened. <laughs> Still did the triathlon, but. <laughs> so, yeah. So we're jumping around a fair we bit. We are. Sorry, that's is, me. No, no, no. It's actually fun because that's what we're doing. I did see that. Um, yeah, I looked up some of the fat definitions. <laughs> uh, but you might like this one, pursuing holiness and truth. Yeah, oh, that was pretty <laughs> I should have gone with that one. What did I say? Oh, Preaching I holy apocalyptic <laughs> truth. <laughs> <laughs> no, apostolic, not apocalyptic. Apostolic. I'm like, wow, getting full Preach, fire and brimstone Preaching going. holy apostolic truth. Oh, yes. And then there's one at the top is pretty hot and tempting. Yeah, that, that's probably the one I used. Or pretty hot and thick. No, it wasn't. That one. <laughs> I know what happens when you say that. Yeah, um. <laughs> and I like the lounge, but not that much. Pelvis, hips, abs, and thighs. <laughs> yeah, um, I'd um, pre teams have awesome time. <laughs> I'm, I'd be pretty keen to move on <laughs> before I get right. really controversial. All right, please hurl at trash can. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get myself a lot of trouble. Here's I told the, you there'd be controversy. Here's the, here's the title of your podcast, Pretty Healthy and Tasty. That's pretty good. Please have another tomato. <laughs> <laughs> um, you are talking about like going to the gym and stuff, but you also mentioned the pad, and I don't think people know what that is. Can you give us the a... The pad. So this is before I went away. So it'd be, it'd be, I don't know what years. was before 2000. Um. Robbie Jones and Jai McMorty decided they needed to live, move home, live, out, live out at home and they had a spare room and mm. I said, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So three young men, <laughs> well, one young man <laughs> and two mature men. <laughs> um, so it just turned into the drop-in house. Yeah. And even to the – were we in – I'm not sure if we were in the wilderness at that stage where we didn't have a – a venue. I don't think so. So because it I, was used a lot. The only reason I say that is I think my first night at Rev, maybe ever, or second night at Rev, was at the pad. And it was... Um, it was called the, the, the Bachelor Pad, okay? The inflatable, inflatable boxing thing. 
Oh, okay, yeah. I don't know if you remember. There was a, yeah, there was yeah, a, yeah. It was like the second week I went to Rev. I'm yeah. like, what the heck <laughs> is this? Like, <laughs> yeah, it was just the bachelor pad. Yeah. Because so, you were all single. Is that right? Well, no. only me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Well, maybe they got... Oh, I don't know how it works. Yeah, it's all right. I, the, I can't give Never you the timeline, the timeline of datings. Yeah. And, well, I had no one. I didn't have anyone until later on. <laughs> <laughs> That's a story in, its, a story it is, in there's, itself. There's so. a big story in that yeah, one. Yeah. And I can even bring it back to the something we talked about earlier. When being like my English essays, I'm so oblivious to things. Okay. <laughs> yes. Anyway, so yeah, it was just the bachelor pad. It was just the hangout. There was a drop-in centre for everyone. And it was just, from church and stuff. Yeah, know, from yeah. church. It was just, it's always people around. So, and it really wore me down at the end as well because it was just hard to get sleep because mm. I was working, we're all working, but people, yeah. and there, everyone was in uni at that stage. So it was just spelt disaster yeah. for us. It was great. It was great for a couple of years and then it was too much. So yeah, plenty of stories, plenty of late nights, plenty of fun. I remember that was when Robbie bought a DVD player. So that's just dating it a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and it was the first, like, we were just like, wow, a DVD. <laughs> so, yeah, it's dating that. Yeah. But yeah, we used to spend a lot of, it was good hanging out with those two guys as well. Like it was, uh, yes, we had a lot of fun, a lot of, not parties, but just drop, hanging out. But it was good just being with some godly men living and sharing as well. Mm. I've got to keep bringing it back because I keep talking about myself a lot too much. That's I'm aware of that. That's the point of the podcast though. I know, but yeah, I don't want to be dropped like a Nathan Cleary bomb. Oh, Someone might be following the me. third time <laughs> you've said that. He's that good at kicking. Is he? Is he? I don't know. Oh, I don't watch I just League. said that to get <laughs> the reaction out of him. Oh, what about this overseas trip? What did it involve? Where did you go? Well, as an 18-year-old, we went to Europe. Um, and as you'd expect as an 18-year-old, where they got, what's, the, what's that um, that party tour? Contiki. Contiki tour. Contiki. Of course, we didn't do that. Um, <laughs> no, it was great. It was just us two, uh, me and my mate Jazz. We just went to England. Um, it was quite a historical sort of trip. So we went to England. Then we went to uh, Paris. Uh, then we went to Switzerland and we actually went to Le Brie. Mm -hmm. um, I wish I took advantage of that place. I was way too young. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of Le Brie. Mm. Yeah, 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 a okay. little bit. Yeah. Okay. Um, Stewie said we had to go there, so we did. We stayed there. Well, I was so out of my depth. I was <laughs> just a young 18-year-old Christian yeah. with just these guys. I was just – it was awesome, but like, I just felt like the biggest – Duffy. Fraud. Like, yeah. I was just like, these guys are such good Christians. And it was, it was inspiring. It was awesome just to learn from them, just hear them. And just, and there was a magician there as well. That was a fun. So <laughs> I can tell you, I can tell you that it was um, 2001 because I missed the grand final because I was at Le Brie. And I remember looking at the dial up computer to look up the score oh, wow. of Parramatta vs. Newcastle. So yeah, I can remember everything about footy. There you go. Um, and you went to Corinth, obviously. Yeah. So first, hey, we went to there, then we went to Italy. Then we travelled around Italy on a tour, and it was just old people, and they loved us. <laughs> <laughs> these two young kids and these old people. They were, we were just their grandkids. It was awesome. So we just went around to different places, Pompeii, and I can't top of my head can't think of anything. But mm. I guess we started at Rome. But all these great places, um, and then we travelled to Greece. We went to Athens. Um, from Athens, then we went. We travelled down to Corinth and um, that's when that happened. Also, I remember going to Corinth and because there's Corinth and there's Aqua Corinth, which is Corinthians, the set, which is about 10, 15, maybe 20 minutes drive from mm. actual Corinth, New Day Corinth. And I remember, well, what are we doing in this town? There's nothing to do. So we went to the movies and it was English <laughs> but with Greek subtitles. <laughs> so everyone else is reading it. We're just sitting back watching. It was Planet of the Apes. <laughs> the Mark Wahlberg one? I'm Maybe. Well, it was in 2001. Yeah. So that sounds about yeah. right, doesn't it? I can remember silly silly facts like this, but yeah. ask me something about the Bible. <laughs> I struggle to remember it. So, um, yeah, but yeah, I just remember travelling there. Um, it's such a really good tour. Yeah. Oh, was it? It's kind of down the bottom. There's a big hill. It was a big mountain. 
I can't remember whereabouts that is. We're talking like 20 odd years ago. I'm trying to remember stuff. <laughs> so a lot's happened since then. Yeah. Um, but yeah, then we went back to Greece, to Athens. Um, I remember there was a big concert and the girls were going crazy. I don't know who this guy was, but we called him Greeky Martin. <laughs> it's just like, it was, it was hilarious. We were just going nuts. Greeky Martin. Yes. And then we went down to Crete, uh, did a bit of um, touring down there, and then we ran out of money, so we had to come home. Ooh. So that's our travels. But yeah, as a, again, it's just, if you ever have the opportunity, do something like that. Yeah, right. Um, I wish I did a tour there as well. Like, we just did our own stuff in Corinth, but they did have tours. We were a bit strapped for cash, because it would have been good to hear it firsthand. Mm. But we bought these little books and walked around. It's not a very big area. Made of it what you could. Yeah. Mm. But as I said, I love Corinthians. So it's only when you were 18. So you, that must have been before you went into the pad. Is that right? No, this was... No, because the pad must have finished in 2001. Okay. So then you travelled after that. Yeah. No, yeah. Then I travelled and then I had to go home because mm. I had no money. And, and I did you go back to the gym? Uh, maybe I started the gym after that. Okay. I can't remember. That's too hard. That's all right. Too old. That's fine. I'm seen now. Too what's many the next, to the head. What's the next stage of your life though? Um, would probably, I'd have to say Rachel. So. I love this story. <laughs> yeah. Just funny. Yeah. Well, we were, I was, so yeah, when we, well, I was talking about before about how the sort of system worked in youth group. Uh, in at Guy Mew, you sort of go through and you lead, you, you do some leading, then you go back. And then ideally you lead the leaders, which was Joel and that. Yeah. I think I went through with you guys again. You like, did. Do we yeah. went fully with you guys? Yeah, you did. So and then we went back again. Yeah, so you led me through uh, year nine and year 10. Yeah. And then we were at Solis together in year 11 and 12. But then there was, uh, I finished year 12 and then there was two years before I started leading again. And you came back when I was leading. Me, Michael and I went back along with Jared and Pete Waddington and we were all together okay, and you were, and then, you were leading us. Yeah, yeah. Like a leader of the leaders kind of thing, coordinator. Yep. And you did it all the way up until I think when we were leading year nine and then you stepped back. Yeah. I was, yeah, I was still around because I remember having Callie and not that I was leading, but I was around. Anyway. No, I remember Rachel had, sorry if this is people listening, it's personal stories, but Rachel had Kelly when we were leading Stivals. Yeah. So like yeah, okay. Her being, so it would have been around that time. Yeah. Mm. So I was very, I, I was just leading. I was leading the leaders um, and I had no, I just, Rachel was Rachel. Rachel, there was Rachel, there was Joel, there was Pete, there was, there was Ruben. You know, all she that. led in the same year. Yeah, she said in that yeah. thing. So she was around and we just sort of started speaking of the devil, look who's not the devil, the wonderful wife. Yeah, we were leading. Um, mm. We weren't, no, yeah, I was just leading. We were just, just slowly becoming friends. I was very oblivious to it. Uh, it was funny that last, the other week we had the, well, the 30th anniversary of Story Revival and it was this, uh, what was it? It was a T-shirt with Revive Camp 07. Yep. And yep. it was 07. And we looked at it and we're like, oh, that was the first like time we started not hanging out, but we just sort of... Chatting. and Yeah, it just yeah. became closer as friends. Still mm. oblivious. <laughs> um, but yeah, I remember was that. She, was she not? Is that what... I don't know. Okay. okay I got no idea. But I, I was I was enjoying hanging out with her, but no more than enjoying hanging out with you. And I wasn't hanging out with you then. No. <laughs> but he was there, was he? Oh seven. You might have been there. Oh, well, we were there as leaders, but you might have been there as. No, I think I was the next. The one. next year, okay. Oh eight, I think. Yeah. Anyway, the, the, anyway, so um, it wasn't until later on, we were we were going out for dinner with a group of friends, and we went. We just drove together, and we were sitting out the front at San Susi, and we sat out. It was waiting it's for everyone. We got John's. there first. It was John's? across the road from Papa John's. Okay. There was a little cafe thing. Yeah. And we, there was a little florist that was just closed. And we sat out on these benches and we were, we're talking about another couple. Oh. <laughs> we're just doing a bit of gossiping <laughs> who were hanging out at that time. And I made the comment, you don't hang out with someone that much unless you really like them. And that was the first time it dawned on me. I'm like, I've spent every single day the last two weeks with you, Rachel. <laughs> 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 I'm like, oh crap, maybe I like you. 
Because <laughs> when she first came to Solly's, she was so, <laughs> I didn't really, she was a bit too full on for you're me. You're gonna say she was so annoying. Is that what yeah, you're yeah, no, I'll say it. I'll say, I'll say it to her, I still say it to her face. <laughs> you're annoying. No. Um, no, she's just a bit too full on for me. So, yeah. but yeah, and then she mellowed down and uh, yeah, and then we ended up, um, so we, <laughs> we, yes, we did discuss our feelings at that stage. <laughs> then we had to wait a little bit because I wanted to wait till the grand final finished. <laughs> Because I was busy. <laughs> Only on the weekend. <laughs> anyway, so it was the day after the grand final. <laughs> she came around, we watched a movie. Is this the 07 grand final? Or the 08? 07. Yeah, good question. I don't know who played. Ooh. Oh, I thought you had a photographic memory. Yeah, but I was too in, in love. <laughs> anyway, so then the next <laughs> night, it was a public holiday. Probably. The next night we went out for dinner again. Yeah. Um, just with some friends. And then she ended up coming back to my place. And then we watched a movie, which was, I, don't, I know Cuz, this is Cuz's, if, if anyone knows Cuz from church yeah. here. Oh, Paul Cousins. Yeah, yeah, Paul Cousins. If you want to know me, know him. We are identical <laughs> in so many ways. It's not funny. Because yeah, there's this right. movie yep. called... Perfect Catch with Jimmy Fallon and Drew Barrymore. It's a good one. That's yeah. pretty good. And it's, and it's it's about they f- they have this wonderful romantic time and they cut they they court each other and they fall in love and it's the best thing. Then the baseball season starts, <laughs> 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 and I and then yada yada. I mean, Richard should be happy. I mean, there's what? How many uh, rugby league games are there in a season? Twenty. Well, there's. Well, nowadays there's eight a weekend. No, I meant oh. just for Panthers. Just, just so go with one a weekend. Well, then there's reserve grade and yeah, okay. I'd just watch anything. <laughs> first grade Panthers, how many games do they play in a season? Uh, 20, well, 25 yeah. now or something. Yeah. And well, plus I mean, we're playing finals all the time now. So. Yeah. But like that movie's about the Boston the Red Sox who play like 160 odd yeah, games yeah, yeah. in a yeah. season. So, you know. Anyway, so we watched that. Yeah. And I said, look, if you want to go out with me, this is what it's going to be like. You're going to play second fiddle in winter. So, and she said, I could deal with that. And she did. She's dealt with it. Still has. She still, still has. Does. So, yeah, we got, we ended up getting married. We had a reception at Panthers. Um, and, yeah, <laughs> that's where we're at. And kids too. Yeah, three kids. My first you love one. You. You lo- uh, tell us about your girls. Let me um, answer this one first. Oh, hang on. Rick. <laughs> there, there. Okay. All right, we can we can finish this up now. I'll go get her. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, no, no, I'll finish. We have it up. to leave this in. Yeah, I'm not even halfway through the story. I feel like. like I'm done with them anyway. I'm bored. <laughs> <laughs> this is part one, Chris. Yeah, might have to be part two. Joel and Braden. I'll go get her now. Okay. <laughs> I reckon. I reckon okay, the mic's no picked worries. that up. Yeah. All right. Okay, I'll talk to Sam. Yeah, I will. Okay, so. When I was saying before I have four kids, I now have three kids. I have Callie, Pippa, and now Bonnie's up for sale. <laughs> <laughs> She's driving Rachel's thing. But yeah, we'll have to wrap up very quickly now. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Kids. To be continued. Yeah. To be I would continued. love to keep going. Do this is fun. A, we'll do another yeah. one. I haven't even scratched the surface. Yes. Yeah, yeah, but we've got time. Just we give can... me one more question and then I'll. All right. Wait. CTE. <laughs> <laughs> What, what has being a dad, we'll leave a CTA to the next episode. What is being a dad, what has God taught you about being a dad? Um, or by helping you become a dad or being a dad? It's one of the, one of the hardest things or, or what I noticed really early was I've kept talk, I keep talking about how much I love Ray. I hope that's obvious because I do. But I found it really interesting that I could love Ray because I, I made a promise at the front of church that I would love only her, which turned out to be a lie really quickly because I, became, I fell in love with three other girls very quickly. And it's weird that how odd love is that I could love Rachel mm. and I could love Callie, Pippa and Bonnie the same way. Well, sorry, love this as much. Just as much. But different. Mm. So it's just a complicated thing. So, yeah, I just... It's, it's hard to describe how you love your kids and that how much they continually 
I'll use the word disappoint in the way that they behave, they don't do what they should, yet I still love them regardless. Yeah. Um, you can't stop loving them. Exactly. Mm. And it, it has been said occasion, very occasionally, I hate you, Dad. And I've said that, well, I haven't said that to God, but I've demonstrated that to God. Mm. So it's, it's seeing love in a different way. Um, so I think that's the thing. And patience as well, which has very much helped me with work as well because it's you need a lot of patience in my job and just dealing with people. People are difficult. So patience, love, and I'll leave you with that. Nice. Well, we'll, do, we'll record another part too because you've got to yeah. go pick up yeah. your daughter, one of your daughters, Kelly, right now. I don't do. But um, thank you for being on. Yeah. Well, Talk to you very soon. It's a pleasure. I hope it wasn't too controversial because I had no. to edit myself a bit. No, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. Do you want to finish it with one way? Yeah, yeah, there's a one way, but I'm hoping that's one way to more downloads for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs>